Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the God and Grit podcast. Today, we have a very special guest that I interviewed, and I did it over a Zoom call. So the audio is kind of messed up because at one point, my dad was in the background with a lawnmower, and even though you can't actually hear him, I thought you could, so I stopped the audio, and so it's kind of messed up and cut in half. Um, but I tried to edit it the best I could. I hope you guys enjoy. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome back to the God and Grit podcast. Today we have a very special guest joining us, Kinsey Waltar. Kinsey wrote at the University of Washington and graduated in 2018. I met Kinsey through the UW Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and she was my small group leader. It's such an honor to have you on the podcast, Kinsey. How are you? Hello, I am doing well. I'm excited to be here. Yay. So Kenzie, I was wondering if you could just start us off by telling us about rowing and how you got to UW and all of that, like your background. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Uh, <laughs> yes. How did I get to UW of all places? I, so I grew up in Kirkland, um, Kirkland, Washington. So just across the water from UW. Um, and I had always been an athlete, so I played basketball in high school, and, like, that was, like, my main sport. Um, I remember when I was, oh, gosh, young-ish, young-ish, pre-high school, I had this lady at church tell me, like, hey, you're tall. You should try rowing, and I'm, like, I don't know what rowing is, Um, so I tried it, and then, you know, just didn't stop for almost a decade, and so... (laughs) um, yeah, I, I ended up at the University of Washington um, for rowing. I was really excited to just represent where I was from and like get to be part of such such a prestigious school and to be part of a team with such a legacy. Like it was just truly, truly an honor to be there. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy, like overwhelming sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big shoes to fill, you know? Yeah, honestly. Um, Mm -hmm. so, and then how did you get involved with like the fellowship of Christian athletes there at UW? Um, I had some teammates who were actually a part of it. Um, they knew I was Christian because they knew me from like, from rowing back at Sammamish, um, where I rode in high school. Um, so they knew I was Christian. They're like, Hey, come to this thing. It's really cool. And I'm like, I'll come to this thing. And so it was, um, at that point we met, I want to say weekly. Um, Monday nights where we would meet, um, and we had leaders who would give us, um, like good words of encouragement. We would like play, you know, silly, stupid games and we would have snacks. I mean, a lot of people went for the free food, you know, um, (laughs) classic, but, uh, yeah, that was where I started to really gain some mentors and some people, um, some friends, some people who really got me through really the lows and highs of collegiate athletics yeah for sure Mm -hmm. yeah that was like another thing is how like how are you able to find that christian community and like balance that because i know you lived in the dorms and i think you said you live with rowers and with in a christian house like Mm -hmm. like how did that all play out lived in them all (laughs) lived in them all yes um yes the first year you're kind of you're just kind of automatically put in a dorm with a teammate which is great. Um, I, I don't think that should change. I like how they do that. Um, second year I did live with rowers and, um, that was good. Um, yeah, that was, that was fine, but I knew that I wanted to be a part of 
um, like to be in a Christian community. Mm -hmm. Um, and that was really like hard to do with such a big team. Um, most of which like was not Christian. Um, and so I decided to apply for vision 16 housing, which Mm -hmm. is, um, just like a Christian living community. And I got in one of the houses. Um, so it was like, it wasn't a sorority, but there were 15 of us living in one house. Oh, wow. (laughs) A lot of girls. Um, but it was really good. Like I, I loved being able to like come home from rowing and, you know, I would just like flop down on the couch, just like (laughs) so tired. But then I, you know, one of my housemates would be like, Kenzie, how are you? Like, are you good? And I'm like, it was a hard day at practice. And then they're like, do you want to talk about it? I'm like, not really. They're like, okay, well, let's talk about the, you know, like, (laughs) or vice versa. If they wanted to hear about it, then I would gladly tell them. And, um, but yeah, so those, those girls were very, um, helpful in like reminding me who I was outside of sport. And, you know, I don't know if I've told them that, so I should probably tell them that. It's kind of important. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, I was just thinking about that this summer, like your identity in sports and like other things other than Christ and how it's easy to just mm-hmm. forget. And yeah, it's kind of crazy, but that's so cool that you got to live in a Christian house. Mm-hmm. Kind of jealous about that. Not going to lie, but yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. So, like, I also know from, like, talking to people in Christian houses and stuff that there's a lot of meetings and obligations or, like, group things that you have to go to that kind of conflict with practice. So, did, were you able, like, how were you able to work that out? Uh, by ve- being very kind to leadership. <laughs> no, kind of kidding. <laughs> Only partially kidding. No, I was, they knew that rowing always took priority. Um So like if I had to um, leave a retreat early or come late because of practice or, um, you know, we would have parties and social gatherings and things like that with some of the other houses and I would like show up for, you know, 30 minutes, get a picture taken and then be like, (laughs) okay, it's nine nine o'clock. I got to go to bed, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I remember one specific, one specific time where I was the only one in my house because everyone else they must have gone out for like a Halloween party or some sort of like get together thing. And I was just like, I took a snapshot of myself eating a tortilla. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, it's just me and my sad tortilla while everyone else is like out having fun. And I need to go to bed in like 10 minutes. So that was that. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, sometimes I did have to miss out, but they, they accepted that. That's Mm -hmm. just kind of how it had to be. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it was like beneficial to live with rowers prior to living to like with Christian community? Um, yeah, I think, I think it was good. Um, it's good to live with different people. I'm really like, realizing that now also like <laughs> yeah. in, in my real adulthood, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it was good. I think if I hadn't tried that, then I probably would have regretted it. Um, Just like if I was, you know, hey, peace out teammates. Like, I don't care about you. I'm going to live with these other people, Um, which was not true. But, uh, you know, just being able to to have like that dynamic and also like see my teammates outside of practice. Like that was a cool thing. Um, 
but yeah, then I was really glad to be part of another community too, coming in junior and senior year, being in um, Christian housing and yeah, just, I'm a people person. And so it was cool to be, to be a part of different people who like, you know, they got me in the athlete part. They got me in the Christian part and it was, it was cool. That's awesome. Okay. So I was also wondering, so for me this summer, I've been like this summer, just, you know, quarantine, everything, been reflecting on everything. And I, with all my extra time, I've been doing like a quiet time in the morning where I just read the Bible and pray and stuff. And I've been realizing like how important that is to incorporate into daily life. But mm-hmm. then I'm thinking about like, oh, I'm going back to practice in the fall and like, I'm going to have to get up at five and I don't want to have to get up any earlier than that to read my Bible and stuff, even though Please like, don't. <laughs> I know how important it is. So like, um, yeah. So I was just wondering like, what was your experience with that? And like trying to find time for that with practice (laughs) oh boy yeah the schedule of a student athlete especially a rower at washington is just so tight and busy and rigid and um yeah i'm gonna be honest it was difficult to find time and there were a lot of times like i you know didn't read the bible every day um but two things there were two things that really that helped me a lot so Thing number one, I got a, I was in a Bible study um, with some other athletes, none of which were rowers, which was <laughs> kind of fun actually. Yeah. Um, and so they kept me accountable in like, it was just a weekly meeting and, you know, we had to read like three or four chapters of a certain book every week. And so I'm like, shoot, if I don't do my reading, like, then I'm letting them down. And it's such yeah. a small amount of reading. It's like, okay, you, you can find some time at some point to do it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like, you know, in 30 minutes before the meeting, which yeah, that's I fine. Would do that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was one thing. And I think that was just helpful because it made me accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it was a small amount is like, Hey, like this is meaningful. Um, and it's, it's worth it. Um, and then thing number two, and this is something, I don't know, I guess God must've just put it on my heart. Like, Lent of of senior year um I just decided to start writing my prayers down so Mm -hmm. I have a prayer journal I'm actually on either number six or number seven because I've just gone through so many journals yeah Uh, and that has been incredibly helpful um incredibly helpful in like keeping me consistent in prayer um and also just like, I can see, cause I'm a, I'm a human, right? You're a human. Mm-hmm. You forget things, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there are so many times when I'm like, you know, stressed about something or like praying for something then I'm like, oh my gosh, God, like you're, you know, can you help me this time? Like, mm-hmm. this is such a hard thing. And then I look in this prayer journal of mine and I'm like, you were literally answering this prayer like two months ago. you know, this exact same prayer and you answered it. So I know you're going to answer this one. Um, and so just to be able to record and, you know, it's not, not saying that God, God doesn't uh, get your prayers if you don't write them down, because that would be silly, but, um, it's more so for me. So I can see a record of like my growth and, um, my journey. And just, I can remember like, Hey, that was a very clear time you answered that prayer. 
So that encourages me now. Yeah, that's so, huge. Those are two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually just finished my first prayer journal and Yo. I was looking back at it and I was like, this is crazy. Like all the stuff that God has done since I started this, like you don't yeah. like, it's so easy to just forget in the daily life and everything and just be like, yeah. oh, I'm just in the thick of things. But then it's like, just need to step back and take some, take a look at what you've been doing. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I also would like to know what your greatest like piece of advice to a Christian athlete today would be if you could offer some. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's going to so be many one. things. I know. Big one. Yes. Or maybe like top three or something. Top three. Oh Lordy. Okay. <laughs> um, I think number one, wow. Now I'm going to start ranking them. Number one, I would say <laughs> that your number one identity is in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's period. You know, your number one identity is in Christ. I know, um, and it's part of my testimony, like I know how difficult it is to to be an athlete and to have your identity so wrapped up in that. It's not a bad thing. It's really actually a very good thing. But when that gets cut, when that gets taken away, especially right now in COVID times of, you know, can we even do sports, blah, 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 you know, um, the one thing that will never, ever go away is your identity in Christ. And so, um, that would be my number one piece of advice is just, is to know that and to trust that and to be okay with that. Yeah. Sometimes it seems like that's not enough. Yeah. Sometimes it seems like that's not enough, but it's more than enough. Yeah. Way more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We can't even comprehend. I know. know? (laughs) Yes. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, other pieces of advice just kind of come from that of just like, you know, enjoy, enjoy the opportunities that you have, um, both like as an athlete and as a Christian, as someone who's living a fulfilling life, um, to really enjoy that. And yeah. And to know that your, that your failures are not too bad for God and you're, successes are not better than God. Um, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think those, those would be my pieces of advice. Of course, you know, five minutes after this, I'll probably think of more, but (laughs) that's what I got. That's my fault for not asking ahead of time, but (laughs) putting you on the spot. That was (laughs) good. That was good. good. (laughs) Very good advice. Yeah. Um, so talking about that, like your identity in sports and everything, like how was the transition to like, after you dub and after being a rower like and like realizing you kind of had to let go of that like really high competitive kind of sport life you've been living like how was that Mm. oh my gosh it's (laughs) harder than you think yeah um but can I tell you a story yes please (laughs) great okay so um where faith and sport really became tied for me was actually sophomore year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've told you this, but I, um, I was actually cut from the team my sophomore year. Oh, really? And wow. um, so funny. I just, I, yeah, I remember literally like reading the list of names and like reading it again and reading it again. And my name wasn't on it. Mm-hmm. And um, 
at that moment, I just felt like my identity was just like ripped away from me. Yeah. Like, I'm like, if I'm not a rower, like I've always been Christian. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, Hey, if I'm not a rower, then who am I? Yeah. Um, and so that, you know, long story short, I, I trained really hard with a local club team and I made it back on the team in February of that same year. Like that that's was crazy. Such a God thing. Wow. It, was, it was not a me thing. Yeah. That's but insane. With that, I learned that, and that's where I'm saying like your identity in Christ is, you can't get cut from that. That is permanent. Mm-hmm. Um, your identity in sport, everyone's career ends at some point. Yeah. You know, whether you're a professional Olympian or whatever, like it, it'll still end at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me now, even two years after I'm quote unquote retired, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a retired 24 yeah. year old. Right. But, <laughs> um, but I, I have to go back to that time and be like, wow, like, yes, God provided, he brought me back on the team and he did crazy things through me on the team. But you know, I've experienced this before. Like I've experienced the, the change of identity and mm-hmm. the just like, Hey, it's, it's okay. The one thing that's constant is all that matters. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. crazy to have to go through that your sophomore year and to train on your own. That's, Bro. that's wow. <laughs> that's I would intense. Not, would not recommend it. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't do it. <laughs> well, that's pretty amazing that you did that though. So Go mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, that's so cool. So I also am just curious because I also wrote UW and like, I want to know, like, do you have like a crazy story or your favorite memory or something that you would like to share? Oh, favorite memory. Oh my gosh. Lots There's of those. so many. Yeah. <laughs> there is like so many good memories you know what's so funny the um other day something was posted on um the washington rowing like instagram and facebook page about like take a virtual tour with the yeah, yeah. washington woman and i watched that and i cried multiple times <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just like this is just so it's so good it's such a family mm-hmm. it's like i respect the women of washington so so much like pre during and post their actual competition yeah um just the mad respect um because because i know because i know how hard everyone works um and it's how a grind it is like <laughs> literally so much of a grind oh man favorite memories i don't even know we did some like crazy stuff sometimes like we used to do this thing called rookie week and I can't divulge all the secrets. That's okay. Secrets, yeah. I wouldn't but, expect you to, <laughs> <laughs> but we did do some very, um, very silly things. Like someone, I think someone had to like sing in front of our dining hall or another person. I, I remember I like pretended I went like singing and dancing next to a food truck line like this (laughs) it was for the team and I remember like learning the fight song that's important you know it right yeah I know it (laughs) thank the lord yeah so learning the fight song and painting the cut and um 
you know, getting laked, like that was fun, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I, I remember the feeling of like, right when you finished a really hard workout, like you were so dead, but you're like, Hey, we all survived. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Somehow every time, like like, you think you won't and then you do. (laughs) Honestly, it doesn't make sense, but (laughs) it really doesn't. Um, yeah, there were literally so many, so many good memories. Um, I think my, my favorite race, I think was head of the Charles. Um, I was in the double for that. I was the bow seat of the double and I had never, like I had recently learned how to skull and I had never raced head of the Charles before. And you know, that is not a straight course. Mm hmm at all Um, (laughs) and you're in the bow perfect (laughs) but I just felt like a race car driver like it was so fun (laughs) that's awesome yeah yeah I could could go on on. yeah there's so much but that (laughs) was good that's awesome um so one thing I just want to touch on is that how we had that call earlier about like using your sport to glorify God and how Mm. I was just wondering if you could maybe talk about that in your personal experience and then also like your little saying like god audience of one because I just I love that so much so yes Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um so I think what um when that really clicked for me I can remember a specific moment it was with my FCA fellowship Christian athlete um mentor um I was I had just been moved out of out of the varsity four into the three V, which is like a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one competes in nationals and the other does not. It's yeah. a big difference. Yeah. Um, so I was really struggling and this was towards the end of the year. Like it was, it was go time and they moved me down and I'm like, this is ridiculous. This doesn't make any sense. Um, so I was very like frustrated and hurt and just like all out of sorts. And, um, I remember my mentor saying, like, Ken's, you know, they know you're Christian and they're watching you to see how you react to this. Like, how do you react to adversity? You know, do you Mm -hmm. get frustrated? Do you, do you take shortcuts? Um, Do you start complaining and calling people out? Like, what do you, or do you just work hard and continue to have a good attitude? Like what, Wow. Yeah. how do you, how do you want to represent Jesus in this moment? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What would Jesus do? (laughs) (laughs) I know it's the classic, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that really helped shape me so much. And just thinking like, wow, like these people, you know, whether they're interested in Jesus or not, like they're going to see how I react and that's what's important. Am I going to stand back up when I've been pushed down? Yeah, that's huge. Just to it's hard like even if you have like a bad erg or just anything where you're just like down one person or you just you like I feel like there's so much time where you're just comparing yourselves to other or yourself to others Mm -hmm. and like yeah I think that's really important just how to respond and like wanting like one thing we've been talking about as a team this year is like wanting everyone to be faster than you like just that's what you want like your goal is to push Mm -hmm. others to be faster than you so that you end up getting faster and I think it's like super cool it's like a totally different perspective than like like you know competing 
with your team. So I think that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's really cool. Cause I, the comparison thing, that's hard just because you're constantly fighting for spots, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love like that perspective of it. Cause really it is all for the good of the team. Mm-hmm. And there's so many times you can get caught in your head of like, Oh, well, she's this much faster than me. Or, or like I messed up that piece or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's a really cool. Th- I'm glad you guys are doing that. Yeah. I mean, I definitely struggle with it. And like first going in, I was like, always comparing myself and it's like also hard when you come in as a freshman and there's all these like crazy rowers that have like like literally they're insane and you're like what am they're I doing like here literal Olympians <laughs> literal Olympians like, in the room <laughs> do I belong here yeah <laughs> it's crazy but it's honestly such a blessing to be there and then yeah just keeping a positive mind is like very important I think so yeah, yeah. that's another thing just I know that from knowing you, I know you're like such an extrovert and that's awesome. And like, for me, I'm a lot more introverted and just kind of quiet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so yes. like, just like interacting with people and like spreading the love of Jesus. Like, how was that for you? Like, what would you say for like both extrovert and introvert, how that would look like? Um, yeah, I would definitely like relate it to just how you react to things, how you mm-hmm. treat people. Um, and how hard you work, I think. Yeah. Um, like I, you know, as much as I would love to, I was not like, hey, you know, high five a teammate. Here's this word about you. Here's the gospel for you. Like, no, that's <laughs> no. not exactly. Yeah, that's not really how like, it works. <laughs> I would get a lot of eye rolls, I think, if I did that. Yeah, but, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, in the way that I, and you know, like if people asked me, like I would sure talk about Jesus. I would just, you know, um, but yeah, in the way I, yeah. And the way I acted, the way I respected people, um, if I messed up, if I like said something hurtful, like I would be the bigger person and apologize. Um, cause you know, your, your teammate, you don't want to be fighting with your teammate. Um, yeah, I think it's just a way of, a way of carrying yourself, I think, and that can be done for an introvert or an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Totally. You got, everyone's got to carry themselves at some point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like mm-hmm. how you're talking about dealing with adversity, like how are you going to react? I think that's huge. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think my last question um, for you was like in the real world, like how has rowing helped you like in real world situations? Like have has anything translated when you transitioned (laughs) let me let me tell you whenever I'm about to do a hard thing so like I'm about to meet with someone I'm nervous we're nervous to talk to or I'm Mm -hmm. about to like speak in front of people which I really like to do actually but um you know I'm doing something difficult I'm Mm -hmm. like it cannot be as hard as a two by six k there we go (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) Uh, so I, I need to thank Yaz for that. Just, I'm like, if I can get through that, I can get through literally anything. Like nothing is as hard as that. <laughs> that's so true. That's crazy. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah that's, that's awesome though. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, it's kind of interesting to see how those things translate, just how God works through your life and how mm-hmm. one thing can always influence another. So that's really cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, thank you for being my first person to interview. listening to the God and Grit podcast, the show that aims to help other Christian athletes. I'm your host, Renee Hopper. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts.